Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello and welcome back. This week, I want to talk a little bit about clearing resistance, clearing out your obstacles to taking action in your life and helping yourself to not have that pushback reaction that we often have when we tell ourselves to do something or someone else has told us to do it. So last week we were talking about how do you create that roadmap to successfully becoming the person that you want to do or accomplishing your goal. And what you're going to find is that you will hit resistance along the way. There is going to be just an innate feeling that comes up when you have to change your routine or do something that either you haven't done before and you don't feel confident about, or that you need to try a little bit differently or say something a little bit differently. And there's a part of us that's like kicking and screaming inside going, no, I don't want to do it that way. That's not how we do it. I don't want to do it. Don't make me the way I'm doing it is fine. And then there's the other part that's like, but there's a better way we can, we can continue to get better and we should do that. And we will always, always, always feel that resistance, that bounce of like, Oh, I just, you told me to do it. So now I don't want to, I was going to clean my room, but then you told me to, and now screw it. I don't want to. And I remember having that feeling so much as a kid and I still have it. Now I get cranky where I'm like, Oh yeah, I have to go do my bills and fill that in. And I know I have to do it, but I don't want to do it. So (laughs) what do we do to get past that? I mean, obviously we all have our own coping strategies. We all are functioning in life. We've made it this far. So clearly the way we're doing it is okay. And yet, and yet we would love it to be smoother. We would love to have a life where we weren't resisting our own desires, (laughs) resisting our own, um, our own advice on what we want to do differently or how to change. And certainly when someone shows up and shows us how to do it, and then we don't do it, (laughs) we want to make it easier or at least understand why that happens and ways that we can move around it. So something that happens whenever anyone tells you to do something is that we as human beings, we have our identity and our identity says, no, you cannot tell me what to do. I'm not going to do it. And this is just classic pushing up pushback, right? We push back just like little kids. You tell them like, you need to go brush your teeth. No, I'm not going to do that. You can't make me. And then they just wait to see until you'll force them or something. So it's a pushback to see like, wait, do you really mean it? And also, no, I'm not going to make it easy. And no, this is fine. And I, I'd rather just sit here and do nothing, not even do what I was already going to do. I'll do nothing in order to spite you for telling me to do something different. So the way that we get around that is allowing ourselves to see what's going on, to do what we're kind of doing, but we want to give ourselves an opportunity to opt in to doing the thing that needs to be done. So instead of telling ourselves, you must do that or do this now, you want to allow yourself to say, I'm choosing to do this now, or I'd like to do this now. How do you even do that though, right? How do we create that opportunity to change? 
or to agree with ourselves or to make it easier. So in some ways, I do a lot of visualization where I imagine what it would be like to be doing something and actually enjoying it. So I'm going to use like cleaning my house as the example, because whenever I'm recording this, I'm just like looking at the room going, Oh God, I probably should clean and organize and maybe dust that. Jeez, I should do that. And then you know what? I never do. (laughs) So how do I get myself to opt in and want to do it? So part of it is imagining just as we talked last week, the feeling that we think we'll have after we've done it all, which is like, oh, the house is glorious. It feels so beautiful and clean and bright and it smells so good. But as I start thinking about it, about how nice it would be to have a house that smells like the pine fresh, pine salt, like everything is nice. The windows are open. The breeze is happening. The light is on. There's no dust because I vacuumed and it's lovely. That actually feels really good. As I feel really good about it, now I kind of want to do it and make it happen. It's like I want to merge with that reality. So it makes it easier for me to want to do it. And the longer that I think about it while not doing it, the more I'm motivated to want to do it. Like I, It's almost like the pushback is in, against me holding myself back from doing it. So that's something that you can use in your life as well, is to go, is there something that I need to do? Like taking out the garbage or cleaning the garage or whatever it is that I've been putting off or I think is like a crappy chore. How can I get myself to do it? Partially, it's by thinking about it a lot and saying, yeah, we're not going to do it today, but we're going to think about how nice it could be. What is it going to be like to not have any grit that's walking in, to have all the leaves out, to have like the cobwebs cleared, to maybe have the light bulbs changed and be able to see when I come home at night? God, that would be pretty nice, but we're not going to do it right now. What would it be like to actually like clean off my car and dust off all the dust that's on the dashboard and then, you know, move the stinking garbage out? And maybe, oh, this is a big one. Maybe how nice would it be to not have that garbage can stinking of death because it needs to get soaked down and I haven't done that like ever, but wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it? And I ask myself those questions. So when you ask yourself a, wouldn't it be nice? Or what would it be like to, and you get to answer it. This is giving yourself an opportunity to opt in and agree with yourself about how nice it would be. And once you've agreed with yourself, it's really difficult to be in like cognitive dissonance with what you've already agreed to. So if you agree that it's a good idea, if you have talked with yourself and you're like, man, yeah, it's like a really great idea. It's hard to not do the thing and, or actively do something against it because that's not what you've just agreed to. You've just agreed like, oh yeah, that would be amazing. So now you are having to agree like, and I don't want to do it. It's a little bit harder, but sometimes that's not enough of a push. (laughs) So you might agree like, yeah, it would be pretty awesome to not have a stinky garbage, but I don't want to be the one to do it. Ah, Is there an option where someone else does it for you? Probably not. Maybe it's something you do have to do yourself. So how do we get over the hump of like, ah, but it's not how I want to spend my day. So sometimes I will look at my life and go, well, how am I spending my day? What am I doing that's taking up time instead of getting this chore done? And is it something that I really love and appreciate and I'm glad to have done? Because for sure, if I'm getting down to the nitty gritty of like cleaning garbage cans out, like that's obviously something that does not need to happen. It's like the outside garbage bin. It's going to live outside most of the time anyway, or in the garage. That's a chore for someone who's getting crazy into cleaning, but how am I spending the rest of my day? Am I just sitting around watching TV? Am I, you know, playing games on my phone? Am I happy with how I'm spending that time? 
And as I think about that, I go like, actually, I'm not, I, I don't like that about myself. So what could I do instead? Now I'm pairing up something that I don't like about myself with something that I would be happier to have done. And I go, oh, okay, well, if I got that cleaning done, I would feel pretty happy. <laughs> I would be much prouder of myself looking back on my day to say, I got cleaning, like deep cleaning done that no one else is going to do. And not only that, I didn't spend two hours just playing stupid games on my phone today. That's amazing. So it's getting two things accomplished. And now it's even harder for me to disagree with doing the thing because I recognize like, what am I going to do otherwise? So if I notice that I'm wandering around and I'm about to go, gosh, I'm bored. I have nothing that I want to do. I guess I could sit down and watch another Netflix show or like play on my phone. And I see myself picking up the phone. I've already planted in my brain, like, oh, you're picking up the phone, but there's like this 10 minute project that you could have gotten done. You could do it right now. And that would be done. And you know, if you pick up your phone, you're going to be on it for two hours. And that's just devastating. Like you get to the end of the day and be like, man, you just played two games on two hours of games on your phone. That's to me depressing. Like, I don't want to do that. So maybe do the other thing instead or go for a walk. And now I've given myself other options. <laughs> like what can I agree is better about my life? Who is the person that I want to be? Now I know that my ambitions and goals in life are not necessarily yours. I'm sure you don't care about going for walks and cleaning garbage cans and ridiculous things like that. But in my current life, I do care and I want to get it done. <laughs> How can I create it so it's easier to do or it's just something that gets done? Now that one was a weird one because I think that's not a routine. Like I'm not regularly going to soak down my garbage cans. That's like a once a year, maybe. Obviously it's like a once every five year thing because I haven't done it in five years. But even so, <laughs> as we pick things that are on our list, things that we wanted to do that we have resistance to doing, we can examine like, why am I resistant to it? Is it because it's yucky and gross? Do I think I'm a person who can't do yucky and gross things? Is it because I have something better to do? And if I don't, then uh, maybe I should just do the thing and get it over with. I also ask myself, how much time am I currently spending thinking about the thing that I need to do? How much of my energy is it taking? And I'm not even doing it. Or I could just do it and then it would be done and it wouldn't take up any extra energy. So this is a good one to ponder because we spend so much time giving energy to things that we're not even doing all the time. We think about conversations that happened in the past. We think about conversations that haven't happened yet in the future. We think about, you know, chores that need to get done and just lists of things, places we need to go, things that need to get fixed, stuff that we need to save for. Like I've got oodles and oodles of lists of things that could be happening, should be happening, but I'm not doing or aren't relevant yet. Why waste all that energy when I could just take one of those things and get it done? And I have to notice what are the things that I'm doing instead? What am I going to as my go-to? And for me, like it really is just like picking up the phone and playing Settlers of Catan or playing Evil Pop or something. So I try to actually add myself more obstacles to make it more difficult for me to do that thing. And I found it helpful. Actually, I've gotten a lot more done. So I've put a timer on my phone for all of my apps that I don't want to be using as much, or I've just straight up deleted them. I straight up deleted Facebook and I have no regrets. It's been a month and I don't look at it and I don't care. And I'm thinking, dear God, I could easily sink an hour into scrolling through just looking at ads and stupid stuff that comes up has nothing to do actually with any of my friends. My life was enhanced in no way by doing that. 
I'm glad I gave it up. And the reason I was able to is because I just made it hard. I uninstalled it and went, oh, I don't know my password. I'd have to go look that up. That's a pain in the ass. Let's find something else to do. Now I'm going to tell you the first two days, it was much more obvious to me that it was a crutch and something that I did all the time, just out of boredom. It was a routine because I would go and pick up my phone, go to look for it. And it wasn't in the folder because I had deleted it. And I was like, oh yeah, right. It's gone. And then I would be kind of confused, like, shit, what should I do now? Ah, And then to be honest, I would go to another game or something else on my phone because it was there. So then I started putting timers on those as well. So I was like, eh, I'll keep EvoPuff, but you can only play it for 10 minutes a day, which honestly is not that much. So you play a little bit and then it times out and you go in for your next round and it'll kick you out before you've even finished. And that works for me because I know it's limited. And now after I've been kicked out, it's grayed out. I can't even get in. Yay. I'm glad that I did that, but it does again, show me like, oh, I must be avoiding something because here I am staring at my phone, choosing this over choosing to engage in my life. Mm, yeah. So sometimes the realizations that we have when we confront our resistance suck. <laughs> so it's realizing like, wow, I am avoiding engaging in my life. And I would rather play the stupid ass video game than have a thought or do a thing that might enhance my life. That was my realization and that hurt and I didn't like it. And I'm sure that if you decide that you're going to confront your resistance and realize what's going on in your life, you're going to be confronting pain like that too. I want to let you know that it's okay, that it's normal, that everyone feels that. And it's awesome actually, because you're actually doing something about it. Confronting that and feeling sad, angry, depressed, whatever it is that comes up because you realize like, oh, that, that doesn't feel good. I don't want to be making that choice anymore. That is the first step to having the genuine motivation, the genuine energy to get past it. And then we're going to go back to last week's episode and go, what do you need to do next? Create that roadmap, create in your mind, what are the steps that need to happen next to change what I've been doing? Because without having the steps that need to change, we don't know what to do. So just like my step for getting rid of Facebook or just not doing it as much was to delete it. And then I wasn't really sure what happens after that. And then I found out what happens after that is I'm just kind of confused and I don't know what to do. And then I'll find something else to fill that emotional gap where I'm bored and I just want simple entertainment and I don't want to have to do anything myself. And then I would reach for something else. And then as I got rid of those things too, I went, Oh, okay. Now I actually have to deal with it. I have space in my life to do things and I don't know what to do. Huh? Now I get to create a new roadmap. What do I want to do? What could I accomplish with that time? Like that's a gained hour every day. That's a lot of time. Like what could I do with it? I could, you know, make better meals. I could go on longer walks. I could spend more time with my kid. I could actually go somewhere, do something. I could create art. I could work more. Like what do I want to fill it with? And how would I like that to look? And also if you pair it with that big vision of yourself, like the vision that you have for who you are in five years or what you want to have accomplished, if it's big, if it's like seemingly out of reach right now, this is where you get to ask yourself, what would that person do? How did they fill their time? Because they aren't spending time on their phone five years from now. They've already done this. What did they fill it with? And then you will get an amazing answer from yourself and you'll go, oh, right. That's the next step. That's the next thing I need to do to get closer to becoming that person that I want to be. Hmm. Yes. Oh, even my cat says, oh my gosh, we can do it. <laughs> Friends, I wish you a marvelous week. Continue 
to just show up in your life. Be you. Do you as best as you can. You're doing amazing. I see you. I hear you. And I can't wait to share next week with you. Have a wonderful night and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love and I'll see you next time.